Today is May the 14th. How do you prepare for the end of the world? Let's find out together as we study Mark 13, 34 to 37. There is a fairly large uh, denomination today called the Adventists, the full name Seventh-day Adventists. Um, they began as an offshoot of Baptist churches around 1830. Now, what I want to tell you is not to try to change any opinion you might have about the Adventist church. The Adventist church today is far different from the Adventist church of 1830. 40. But there was a major leader in the Adventist church who decided that in the book of Daniel, Daniel 8.14, talks about the temple being rededicated, finished, cleansed in 2,300 days. He decided that that was a reference to the number of years from the prophecy in Daniel till the temple would be cleansed. 2,300 years from Daniel, he said, would take place on March the 21st of the year 1844. And he began to teach that Jesus would return on March the 21st of 1844. March 22nd came and still no Jesus. So he quickly recalculated and said, I used the wrong calendar. It's not March the 21st, it's April the 18th of 1844. April the 19th came, still no Jesus. So the leader said, well, there's this other prophecy about a number of months. So he looked six months into the future and said the Lord will actually come not in March, but in October. October the 22nd of 1844. October the 23rd dawned and still no Jesus. At that point, he said, okay, I get it now. This must have been the heavenly temple. Jesus came into his heavenly temple, and now he will come back to earth, but we can't really set a date. You know, it's not just the Adventist church. There have been many who have set dates. I remember growing up uh, as a teenager and reading the book, The Late Great Planet Earth, that told us that in 1984, sometime during that year, Jesus would come. More recently, we saw the Mayan calendar uh, had events that would take place up to 2012. After 2012, there were no events on the Mayan calendar predicted. So all along, people have predicted dates for the end of the world. In Mark chapter 13, verse 34, the coming of the Son of Man can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. When he left home, 
he gave each of his slaves instructions about the work they were to do. And he told the gatekeeper to watch for his return. You too must keep watch, for you don't know when the master of the household will return. At evening, at midnight, before dawn, or at daybreak. Don't let him find you sleeping when he arrives without warning. I say to you what I say to everyone. Watch for him. Now this is a strange parable. It's not really a parable. Jesus uses the word parable at the beginning. A New Living Translation translates that as a story because it's so different from any other parable. There doesn't really seem to be any point to the parable. A man goes away, he tells his workers what they're supposed to do, and tells the gatekeeper, I'll be back. The end. What an incredibly simple parable. But there are some key points, at least three things that we can pick up from this parable. First of all, when the man left home, he gave each of his slaves instructions about the work they were to do. We have a task to do. Now, we've been talking for two weeks about eschatology, about end times. Theological term for that is eschatology. Eschatology is not so much about what is going to happen in the future. It's about how we live today. It's about living our life today with one eye always on the horizon. Jesus is coming, so what we do today has meaning and significance. The master, when he left, gave us a task to do. Today, we have a task to do. We're to be about kingdom work. We're to proclaim. We're to minister to the physical needs of people, to their spiritual needs. We are to live ethically the life of a follower of Jesus. We do all of that because he told us to, yes, but also because we have an eye to the horizon. He's coming again. We want to be doing the things that he left for us to do. The second thing we learn happens at the end of verse 34. He told the gatekeeper to keep watch for his return. We live today in the light of his coming. He is coming back. And that has an impact on what we do today. The third thing that we learn from this story, you don't know when the master of the household will return. It might be evening. It might be midnight. It might be daybreak. It might be the middle of the day. We don't know when. That's why we need to be ready all the time. Today, my challenge for you is to live eschatologically. Live doing kingdom work, but with an eye to the horizon. He's coming. That fills us today with meaning 
and significance. Like, follow, and subscribe on whatever platform you use to listen to this devotional. Send your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. On Sunday, we'll continue learning what it means to be a disciple. Disciples serve.